A quick announcement before the podcast begins. Don't forget that my three books are now available on Amazon and most online bookstores. 216 and the Secrets of the Universe 2nd Edition is available on Audible, Paperback, or Kindle. It is also translated into Spanish. 216 and the Secrets of the Universe 2nd Edition is a message that myself, the author, Omar Angulo, was guided to deliver by higher beings to humanity through this book. It all began on 216 when my older brother took his life and sent me down an unfathomable rabbit hole over the course of four years. This book can be enjoyed by those that are spiritually curious to those that may consider themselves to be full-blown awakened. My second book, titled My Contact with UFOs, Otherworldly Beings, God, Angels, Demons, and More, is available on Amazon and most online bookstores on paperback. This book is a collection of personal stories and experiences I had with the divine, paranormal, spiritual, and what some may consider to be taboo. My third book, titled My Book of Psalms, The Book of Old Number 3, is available on paperback and is also on Amazon and most online bookstores. This book is a collection of song lyrics written by myself with deep meaning over the course of my life and also a collection of photographs taken by myself or colleagues during not only my musical journey, but journey of life as well. And now, the podcast. Hey, what's good, everybody? Welcome to episode 20 of In A Good Way podcast. Uh, Today's guest is my friend Josh, Josh Garcia. Uh, Josh also does stand-up comedy. Uh, He's a photographer. Video videographer, how do you say it? Video videographer, you said okay. Yeah. Video <laughs> videographer, yeah. okay. I said videographer, okay. Videographer, um, and yeah, we're no, gonna to talk. Be fair, huh? Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no go to be ahead. fair. Go I have I haven't done stand up in like a year or since COVID, really. Ah, well, you know, but who cares? I, I have done it though. That's the point. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. No, and I've seen you, so it, and it was good. Yeah. So you know, Thanks. not to. Yeah, I don't want to say nothing <laughs> negative about anyone just in case they're they're watching this, anybody. But, you know, not everybody does good with, with stand-up. So, you know, you no, were the title. I've had a lot of shitty sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. not but laughing. There's, but there's actually, well, at least, at least you did it enough to get better. You know what I mean? So. Well, I started learning each time. I know we're not talking about comedy here, but I, I fucking wrote already on the subject. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, every time I would, like, bomb, I would figure out why I bombed and then just try it again and then... Yeah, eventually, well, not it doesn't always work, but you get better at it, I guess, delivering it. Yeah, no, see, and that's a, a good thing for everything in life, really. <clears throat> like, if you just do it and then you bomb and you quit, well, you don't get better, right? So, um, you know, that's I mean, good that advice. Maybe want to quit. Oh, wait, when I you keep, bomb? I keep forgetting there's a delay here. Sorry. Oh, I don't have a delay. No, I, I don't hear a delay. Oh, I thought you did. No, no, no. Fucking two newscasters and shit. Yeah, no, it's just the... Uh, we got Omar on the scene. What's going on out there, Omar? <laughs> no, it just reminded me no. of that. But <laughs> no, it's, it's like um, yeah, no, they do this just... thing. Uh, well, Omar, <laughs> we were standing outside. They always have that delay. I'm sorry, dude. Go on. No, no, it's because it's just that, right? The the you know with podcasts, obviously, it's not talking over each other. That's it. So you know, right. but but yeah, when we're talking, it's you know, it's like that's how real people talk, anyways. Usually, right? So real shit yeah 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 so it's fine um yeah so first off i guess since we're going to talk about the spiritual stuff uh i wanted to ask you about you know i actually think it's funny because i think like our relationship is a funny one to me right because most of mine are huh <laughs> most of mine are yeah, with people. yeah no because when i met you too it was like we met at school you know i was taking uh 
I was taking what was it like? Uh, I, I know I was acting taking, class. The acting for the camera or just a theater class? That I can't remember because I took both classes. Oh, I, okay. I know I only had you for one of them, and I can't remember which one it was. Oh, uh, maybe it was the acting for the camera then. Maybe. Uh, I think it was that one. Was it the one where the uh, the professor? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, then was that one? Dennis, right, or something? Dennis Crockman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. So yeah, it was for that class. So um, did I help you? Because I remember I helped you for a video. Was it for that class or for another project? No, I helped you with the music video once. Yeah, yeah, no, like but, the, but then oh, okay. at school I helped you for like the drunk, the drunk. Oh, that drunk home witness thing that I yeah. made. I had to like make some kind of like uh. I remember three minute film, but we couldn't talk. I couldn't be any lines, but it still oh. had to convey a story. That was why you never had any lines in it. Yeah, yeah, but that was for that that class. No, it wasn't, right? No, no, it wasn't for that class. That oh. was for the RTV program, like the TV broadcasting program. Oh, okay, okay. Which the right. acting thing's not a part of it. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll get it. We'll get because uh, I know we're all going off into these other things, but um. Yeah, who cares? Who no, cares? no, I know. Fun. Yeah, that's true. But, <laughs> but um. We'll get there. Yeah, like what I was going to say was like, so like we had met at school and as far as like, no, I think it's, it's, it's interesting. Well, when it comes to the spiritual stuff, right? Because when I met you, you were like, I guess a hardcore atheist, right? And yeah. for me, I feel like, I mean, and it could be just be my person, not a competition to me, but I felt like to me, as far as anyone I know, I felt like I, I, like I know personally, not just like people on TV or something. I felt like I'm one of the people that believe in God more than like anybody, right? Or creator, God, whatever. Um, but yet, like that didn't really affect anything, right? And I think, um, you know, I, I, the reason I'm bringing that up is because I'm going to get to that later, right? About like things that you've had to deal with as far as like judgmental people, right? Like it right. didn't even, it didn't even matter, right? Like we're so opposite right like in that when i met you right like you're hardcore mm -hmm. atheist, like i don't even and i was like this but i guess we it never really even came up like i, I even feel we're talking about it because we've never really even talked about that like no not really well i don't know so associated as an atheist anymore i stopped that a long time ago no no i know yeah yeah uh, but yeah. i'm just saying to when i met you so oh, um yeah, yeah. yeah since i was gonna ask you about um like spiritual things right um yeah the reason I was, I was bringing that up was because I was going to ask you, so if you don't mind, if you don't want to talk about it, it's fine. But like, what made you want to be an atheist or what made you say like, okay, I'm an atheist. Like, like, what, well, what I was, was it? I was never really raised religious. Like on my, I was raised by my mom's side of the family. Like they, like my grandmother was like a Catholic, like sort of <laughs> never took it serious. Like, uh, but my dad's side of the family was like hyper Christian. And I say Christian because uh, it's a lot of hypocrisy in those people. I don't care if this is out there. I just don't. Yeah. Uh, I have, what was going to say? I just started questioning it really early on. Like, it just seemed silly to me from a very early age. Like, uh, some of the, I could just see like people telling me to do one. I remember the first thing I started questioning was, I remember that teaching us about, like, thou shall not kill. Like, that was a sin. And I was trying to take the shit serious, like, you know, being a Christian. Uh, I mean, I might have been around 12 years old. But then I remember, like, uh, the Iraq war was going on. And then in my head, I was conflicted. I was like, wait, like, if we can't kill, but some of these people are Christians and they're killing in this war, how does that work? And I was asking, like, my grandmother. I was just, like, 
confused. Like, how does that work if it's a sin? But these people are saying they're Christians and they're going to kill people. That was the first time, like, I noted, like, it triggered something in me. Uh, and then it's, like, some of the people I went to church with, like, from my dad's side of the family, they would be really nice to each other in front of each other. Then we'd get back and then they, the shit talking would start. Oh. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just find the whole thing bizarre. And I just really never... Uh, I started learning about like the history of like Horus, Osiris, uh, those goddesses, and those sto- uh, their stories are very identical to Jesus's story. However, they were prior. Yeah. So I was just piecing things together. I was getting older. That I, uh, I'm not. Well, now I don't know if there's a god or not. I'm in the agnostic camp. But <laughs> yeah. Well, because to say like. When I got older, I realized the reason why I stopped associating with atheism, because I was like, well, to say that I know for sure there isn't a God, it's the same thing as someone saying, I know for sure there is a God. Mm. Uh, so I was like, well, that's not fair, because you really don't know, which I was talking to myself. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, but I digress. Uh, no, no. <laughs> but, no, about. no. And I was going to I was going to get uh, I was going to lead up to that because, um, what? you know, I remember. Oh, by the way, I just want to say, I don't think all Christians do this. It just happened to be my experience with Christianity from an early age. And I just, sorry, I don't believe Jesus was the son of God from a young age. I just didn't believe it. Like, because I realized there was other religions, too. That was another thing. And then I remember thinking one time when I was younger, like, uh, well, because I was Christian at the time. Like, if we're right, that means everybody else is wrong. And then I remember thinking, but aren't they thinking the same exact thing? Like they're right and everybody else is wrong. And I was like, so then who really is right? Like that started, that question jumped in my head at like 13 or around that age. Yeah, no, that's good, man. That's, that's profound. That's, um, I just started questioning it a lot. That's really what started peeling back the layers of like the, in learning the history of like, not just Christianity, other religions, like how they began. It's fascinating to me. Like, you know, Christianity, uh, branched off from Judaism. I mean, yeah, Judaism. So it was kind of like the shit that still happens today. Like Mormonism branched off from Christianity. Like they, these sect groups start happening from religions like uh, Buddhism, from Hinduism. You know, I, I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Like, uh, Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. They just splinter off into different... And so when I started learning that, I was like, oh, this is just one of those situations. In my view, it was just like, this is just a really successful one because it's still here. Yeah, no, well, I, and, you know, since you said that, like, successful, uh, I kind of didn't want to jump ahead, but it's like, for example... Ah, we gotta um, keep pattern. Let's just keep it loose. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you know, it, 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 so that way it just goes, you know, smoothly, right? Like, cause I've no, learned, I'm just like, giving what, you a hard time. No, yeah. no, I know it's all good, but, but, like, uh, for example, um, shit, I lost my train of thought. Um, sorry. What were you saying? You were talking about, uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, about right. um, <laughs> damn, I forgot. Forget it. Just go ahead. Well, I was talking about how like uh, religions fracture off into different like religions, and they you know they still do that today. Like uh, Mormonism or Christianity, in my view, was like uh, one that splintered off, like it fractured off from Judaism. It's just it was far successful because it's still here. Oh, there you and go. Okay, there. Well, okay. Hold, hold I had on. a feeling if I said that, it might be <laughs> back to that thought. Yeah, because they're, they're still here. Sense, exactly, and yeah. so people don't realize. You know, it was funny because I was thinking about this movie. Like, there's this movie where there's this part. I love it, right? Like, I even posted it once, I think. It was like, um, I don't know who the actors are, right? But Sean Penn is, is like the husband and then the wife. And it's supposed to be based on a true story of the CIA 
operative that I think she was exposing stuff and they all turned on her, right? And they started yeah. a whole slander campaign. They they slandered her all over the news, you know. So she's a CIA operative, but then once like she went against them, the US government, like they unleashed hell on her, right? They started clowning her like on the news, on everything. And so there's a scene where Sean Penn, that's the husband, he started like I guess she wanted to give up. She's like, you know what? Fine, I can't, I can't beat them. Like it's the US government, endless resources. I can't win. And then he starts yelling at her. And then like he's trying to make a point. He's yelling at her, and she's all, and he's all, just because I'm yelling louder, does that make me right? And he's like going off on her and she's like, oh, and then it clicks. Like, yeah, just because someone has the loud voice doesn't mean that they're right. And, and real quick, hold on, because I see that you want to say something. But it's no, like, no, I don't. I'm listening. Oh, okay. No, so then that that went like with the experience with Christianity. Like, see, like I think one one thing too I saw in you was you experienced things that I experienced. Like when I started being around more the native culture, like all yeah. the Christian friends, I think at that point I probably because I was around the church stuff a lot. I probably had like 70 to 80% of my friends identified as Christian. So once I started going to the native thing and it made way more sense to me, they started kind of like, you know, like, oh, that's of the devil kind of thing. You know, like they, they started really like getting to me because it, it's, it's, it is like psychological, right? Like, like, like you can only take so much. It's indoctrination. indoctrination. Yeah, but, but I'm saying to, to push on someone, you can only take so much, right? Like, oh, like yeah, if, yeah. if I keep pushing my views on you, you can only take so much. But see, to them, it's almost like just because they were able to murder like 40 million native people, they feel that they're right. You see how so you were talking about the thou shalt not kill. When it comes to that, imagine. So just because you were able to wipe out, you know, a worse Holocaust than what even happened to Jewish people, like this, the the fact that almost forty million or more, I think I think it was close to hundred million actually. I, I'm thinking more just like Mexico, right? But even all together, yeah. indigenous peoples from South America all the way to North America, it was like a hundred million indigenous people were wiped out just because you have the louder voice and you're still around doesn't mean that you were right. All right. that just go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, someone argued with me about that too. Then why is Christianity still here? I was like, that doesn't mean it's right. It just uh, it was just successful. You had good marketing teams. You yeah. guys did a good job there. But I mean, yeah, I find it really annoying the proselytizing thing. Well, it's like people. There's people online that that um. I mean, they're obsessed with like Hollywood, right? They're against yeah. Hollywood. They're like Hollywood's the most evil thing. And Hollywood, I I I, I could admit that Hollywood has affected so much right like because it even affected me watching things in movies that like negative stuff you know what i mean like yeah i could say that but it's around right so just because hollywood was successful do you see so that's why those same people that would say well then okay then why is that we all know hollywood is, has bad influences and yet it's around so it doesn't mean because it's around it's good you know what i mean i don't know if i made sense with that but i'll I'm comparing it to like the religion thing. You know what I mean? How it's like what somebody told me a long time ago. I won't use AOL because that's what they were talking about. Oh, wow. oh, they said just because AOL was first doesn't mean they're the best. Oh, or, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's well, honestly, I, I, I don't even know that's around. Anyways, kids, there used to be this thing called AOL at the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> that's how old I'm getting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, uh, and I, you know, I don't want to turn this whole interview into like a, a religion bashing thing, but. Um, all right. All right. Look. 
No, no, no. I've had we could talk about it. No, issues with ahead. those people. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, feel free. Feel free. No, I'm just saying that so anyone watching that feels like hopefully they're getting more truth out of it as opposed to see because maybe they'll feel at this moment how we've felt. You know what I mean? How me and that's you the point to. I try to get across to them is like, dude, this is how you're making me feel right now. Like you don't want to hear about the satanic shit. I already know you don't, but uh, <laughs> that's why I don't talk to you about it. And yeah, I don't want to hear about christian stuff and i get it because i was a christian and it's like your duty to save people but it just isn't yeah unfortunately and, um, what you're doing is legal though it's yeah. not illegal what you're doing it's just annoying yeah yeah i find no, it annoying I... sorry christians <laughs> no really and and way. um and uh you know it's like this like even me i have the you know i wanted to, to talk about something else first but since you mentioned the the satan because now you're uh Satanist, right? Well, I identify as a Satanist that people ask. Uh, which always people, it's like, you worship the devil is like the real quick one. Yeah. No, I don't worship anything. Uh, I'm a member so, of the Satanic Temple. I don't know if I really actually identify. It's more funny to me just because the reaction it gets. So uh, explain that to me. So, so because um, it's good because you're the one that taught me that, right? Like, I didn't even know there were different... I guess factions, that's the word, factions. Well, there's only like two different, I mean, I don't know that much in detail about it. I just know that the the Church of Satan and the Satanic Temple, they're not really associated with each other. Mm. Uh, there's like two different things. I don't know much about the Church of Satan. That was Anton Levain, I think that's his name, who started that back in the 60s, late 60s, maybe. Uh, Satanic Temple started in like the late 2000s, maybe. Oh, it's that, uh, that young, that recent? Yeah, uh, I know. I, I understand why people confuse the two. It's really easy to do because even I thought the same thing. Like it's the yeah, same yeah. thing, but they're not really the same thing. Uh, one's way more uh, uh, the Satanic Temple. It's it's a non-theistic religion, which means we don't believe anything. Don't actually believe in Satan, people. Sorry to disappoint you. Don't really. <laughs> I don't think the devil is real either. Uh, he's just basically our mascot, if that's one way you want to put it. Like how, like the way we're the. He's like a representation of uh, the ultimate rebellion against tyranny and uh, arbitrary authority, which is what I believe religions are. Most of them, almost all of them, have some so, arbitrary authority. So you had told me before about the. I I think you told me it was a lady that started it, right? No, it's a guy. Oh, what? Okay, so when he started yeah. the He's actually a neuroscientist at Harvard, something like that. Oh wow! So. Yeah. So when he started it, what was his frame of mind? Like what? Well, it was another guy. There's actually a whole documentary on this. If anybody's ever seen it called Hail Satan on Hulu. I'm not proselytizing it and I'm not trying to get people to join Satanic Devil. That's not what I'm doing. Uh, I'm simply just talking about it because it was fascinating. And yeah, I'm not proselytizing is what I'm saying. No, I, I, asked, <laughs> the, I asked you. So No, I, I thought about it right now. I was like, dude, I'm not trying to draw more people in. I'm just saying like. It was an awesome documentary and that's yeah. actually what got me to join was by watching that documentary oh okay so what was i didn't even know it existed well it talks about how they actually even started it's just like it was actually kind of a joke at first mm. and then it just kind of escalated into this big like political movement and uh a lot of it was a battle of like uh i think it's nebraska i'm pretty sure uh they want they had the ten commandments on their capital grounds mm -hmm. so because we were supposed to live in a uh, pluralistic country, uh, you know, more than one religion. Yeah. Uh, 
they wanted to put a, ba a Baphomet statue right next to the Ten Commandments to show that this is a you know pluralistic society, more than one religion. Baphomet is that's Baphomet, if people don't know. Uh pagan god, anyways. Always confused for Satan. Uh, so obviously the state said no, like, are you, you know, like the governor was like, hell no, like, but then like, so they kept fighting back because they were actually playing by the rules of the law. Like the leader of satanic temple said, uh, we're giving them a civics lesson because, uh, he was saying, why not put Buddha there too? Why not put like, you know, uh, I don't know what the Muslims call their symbol, you know, the half moon with the star, whatever. I don't know what it's called. But yeah, why know. is it always basically the question was why is it only always christianity that gets to like sit up on top of like government property and what a lot of people don't know is like the, those uh, uh 10 commandment things that were put on the cattle grounds it was promotion for the movie hollywood influencing there it is what <laughs> it was promote it was promotion for the movie 10 commandments with the charles old ones with charles yeah. oh that's wow. why they're there wow <laughs> like it wasn't <laughs> It was just like a giant promotion piece for like a movie, which is it makes me laugh when I found that out. Yeah, no, but you like, know, it shows no, like one thing people a lot of people don't know is like even the original Top Gun, the the government had a lot to do. I mean, pretty much it was like the government with whoever made that movie. And then they said that when it came out, like there was a whole thing about it. I saw I think on the news actually or something, but it was like enlistment went up 70 percent oh yeah 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 so it was successful I heard, I heard about that yeah yeah so I, that oh. makes perfect sense that with the 10 commandments and that's crazy that's crazy well it's I also like the whole that. thing like like the u.s wasn't really that like you know gung-ho jesus as like it is now not that look i don't think it's bad to be a christian i don't really care if you are yeah, yeah. Uh, i'm not uh i don't care what you do i'm not i'm not shitting on that but uh, the country wasn't really like that in the beginning. Like, it started becoming that way during the communist scare, like of the Soviet Union, the Cold War. Sorry, uh, that's when they added like "In God We Trust" on the money. Oh. Uh, they put in, you know, I, I can't even remember. I haven't said it in so long. The Pledge of Allegiance, and they, uh, under God, whatever that was added later, later on too, because it wasn't always in there. Uh, they added that because you know, if communist equals Satanist, so. You know we're religious we believe in god and it, that's when that really started that giant like religious like we're americans and we're christian it started like in the late 60s wow. it wasn't always a thing i mean there's quotes from thomas jefferson i think it was him uh i think he, yeah he said uh we could i think i'm paraphrasing now because i can't remember word for word but it was something like uh we need more lighthouses than churches oh something wow. like that basically saying that they're more important yeah yeah in other words but it doesn't mean they didn't believe in God. Maybe they did, but they weren't like hyper, like sort of like how we are now. Cause that's the whole thing we escaped England from. Like yeah. that was the whole reason we left because uh, religion was controlling what was going on there. Yeah. And, I mean, well, that's monarchy. what, that's what they said. And then, you know, that's yeah, what right. they but use here. To be fair, I, I wasn't around then. So who the fuck knows what really happened? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. But just, you know, that was the whole, like the manifest destiny when they got here and, Oh, you know, yeah. God gave us this land. Let's kill all the native people. You know, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. You know, That's I wasn't crazy. around either, but, you know. I, yeah, I, I know. But, I mean, it's just, it's oddly in some humans' behavior. I, I don't want to say all humans, but it's just human nature to want to control people for some fucking reason. Personally, I don't want to. But, obviously, there are a lot of people who do like, yeah. want to control people. Yeah, and you know. see, like, 
one thing like I know that you faced too was like when you did put up things of like um you know like being satanist when when you joined um there were people that that would tell you like oh if you don't take that down from your social media they would stop being your friend right or stuff like that i have one person in particular i grew up with that like she later literally said if you don't take this down then we're no longer friends so i messaged her back i was like i guess we're no longer friends it's been fun wow and yeah. uh Here's the thing. Well, I did explain to her. I said I would never ask you to take down. I have never asked you one time to take down a picture of a cross or all the, the um, quotes from Psalms that she puts up. Mm. Never said anything about it. Just ignore it. <laughs> like I mean, it's crazy. Like it's, it goes back to control again. Yeah. Like, uh, well, nope. That's not the narrative I want to see. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I, I went believe. through the. <laughs> no, and I went through the same thing. Yeah. Like with um, you know, a friend that I knew from twenty years. A girl that I had, you know, we we were friends for like 10 years because of that, like when because of the native thing. Like when I started going around and oh, like every time I would mention or they would hear like a song I did that mentioned native stuff, they're like, oh, what's the what are you, why are you what are you talking about? And this and that. And they would be like to them, that was the devil, you know what I mean? Um but you know so funny. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go, go ahead. So, uh, just that people really think it's real, the devil. But anyways, that's no, a whole other thing. But but just the amount of of like like that, how it's stuck in there. Like people can't think for themselves. But even that, right? Like I think, like for example, like you know, you, like I, I think before too, I would have had that. I would have had that. <laughs> I would have had that. Uh, that mindset, right? Because when I was around Christianity a, a, a lot, I would have probably been like, oh, a Satanist, like, you know, but I guess even that, even that's a humbling experience, like, you know, like me and you were friends and like that, like sometimes you would ask me to help you with a video, sometimes I would ask you to oh, yeah. help me with a video. So we, we were just friends aside from all that stuff. We were able to be friends and even that, right? Imagine me saying oh you're not my friend and out of like even when my brother's funeral right out of all my friends only you and this other friend went right out of all the yeah. people so imagine someone saying oh this person's a satanist don't talk to them or something like you know like to me i think judging someone by their character like damn if that ain't the most important thing in life then you know what i'm saying like just by yeah. i don't give a like crap what you well, are is that you know what i'm saying that's very like cult-like behavior when you'd be like well they don't agree with us so therefore don't talk to them yeah yeah uh, I, and, and it's, it's uh go ahead. it's just crazy because like i i'm still friends with like a lot of christian people i fucking ha i have a huge muslim clientele but i do like i don't care what you believe in but it's like it's, it is funny when i put up this flag people all of a sudden well muslims don't really seem to care but you know christians catholics they just like some of them are quick to not want to talk to me or work with me which i don't care like some, uh, this, I recently had an incident where someone wouldn't hire me unless I took down the satanic temple thing. Mm. And I just said, it looks like she was trying to argue I can make more money. And I said, things, some things were more important than money to me. Yeah. And I'm not, you're asking me to change a personal belief and I'm not going to do it. Cause like I said, prior to my old, other friend, uh, I've never asked a client or you to take down, your, um, Christianity crosses or whatever you believe in. So it's yeah. just kind of funny that uh i didn't remember somebody was like uh well why why do you guys choose satan like why you know why why that i was like well what else or why why call it that they were saying the satanic temple 
like, dude, there's like nothing else to call it. It's like the best thing to call it. And besides, because religious people get mad at me for like, like we didn't come up with this concept of like the devil and the way it looked. You came up with it. We just adopted it. So why why did they start using the Baphomet to represent Satan? Like how you said, it's not the same thing. So why did they, no. who came up with that? I know that if some kind of a French author, I believe, drew up this version of it. There was never really a picture of Baphomet because he was a pagan. He, she, wasn't really any sex. Mm. And it was supposed to represent, like, that reason it has a goat head, tits, and a male arms or whatever, goat legs. It was supposed to represent, like, all, like, creatures on Earth and humankind. Like, everything wrapped into one, basically. Mm. He was a pagan god. So, pagan, not Christian, therefore devil. Like, uh... you know, it's the, it's the same thing you're talking about with the native things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the same concept, like, so, therefore, Baphomet's the devil. And then in the 1800s, some French artist drew up this, and because there never was, like, a picture of it or anything, just, like, talking or sayings, I think, or written down shit, I think. Yeah, and that's interesting, because I wonder, like, when, you know, like, when they used to, when they killed, like, I don't know, a million women and said they were witches, right, or all that stuff in the name of religion. I wonder if maybe they used the same, I know the pentagram has been, around for i guess damn for longer than i don't know i don't know when it wasn't around i guess i don't know but it's but yeah i wonder if they were using those kind of symbols and then they said well that's the devil just because you know it's funny because it's always like an excuse to murder people right it's like well the women they they, like how you said it's not this so it's evil so let's murder them you know what i mean so that's... And that's not even a religious thing. It's just human beings being like tribalism. Mm-hmm. Like it's not with our tribe, kill it. Uh, it's really easy to get wrapped into like tribalism. I mean, I do it all the time. Yeah. Uh, I, right, whew, stomach, hungry. Uh, <laughs> it, was gr- it was growling. I don't know if you heard that. Oh, no, because <laughs> I think mine was growling too. <laughs> yeah, it was like, that's fuck, funny. Man, I'm getting hungry. Yeah, yeah. No, but there is a lot of misconceptions with like the satanic thing. I like people who get it. Like I have Christian friends that get what I'm doing. It is a bit contrarian, yes. Uh, but it's just it's kind of funny because people like think like I'm evil and I'm a horrible human being. Yeah, maybe I've done bad things in my life, of course. But overall, I don't think I'm a bad guy. Uh, it, it's like what you said. It's like it's really easy when I do put this up to like look past my character. Yeah, yeah. And just look right at a T-shirt or something. Yeah, uh, no, but oh, like, get back. Go, go, Christmas go. tree, oh, Christmas tree, also pagan. Uh, oh, really? I guess, I guess Christians just like that one. Ah, like, that one. that's <laughs> funny. No, no, I think I heard something about that. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is a pagan symbol. Well, there's so many things. Even like the days of the week are all based on like, what was it? The Roman gods or or something like Jupiter? Uh, yeah, Saturn is. Yeah. yeah, Saturn is Sat Saturday. Oh, I do remember this, yeah. Yeah, like, there's, so really everything, I mean, that's why it's funny, like, there's so much, well, now, finally, like, there's Christian people that finally started saying that Easter was, like, that's why they even used the rabbits, because it all had to do with sex, like, fertilization, that it was all about, like, I guess they say Ishtar was the goddess of fertilization, and, and that's what the whole rabbits and the eggs, so it's, like, even that, that whole holiday you know, so it's always changing. It's like first it's celebrated, then now in modern times they're saying it's evil and this. But it's you know, it's like, like split. It's just human life. It just seems to do that. Like it goes like waves, like like in everything, every faction that we of how we live. 
yeah, no. waves, like yeah. And, and you uh, know, like I, oh, go ahead. I was just thinking, like even, like, I forgot what I was gonna say. I'm sorry. You smoked a little weed. So I'm a little, ah. a little slow. I'm I'm here, but I'm fuzzy. No, like, no, it's all good. It's as all good. Chappelle would say. Yeah. Well, then, since on that note, since you're you said you're fuzzy and all that, well, well, let's uh let's talk about um like I know. See, at one point too, when I noticed like a change too, where you started, I guess, like how that how you went from hardcore atheist to like oh you know maybe I don't know this and that. I don't know if it was just when you were smoking weed, but I remember too you telling me about um. Like when you did mushrooms, right? I don't know how many times, but I know you had a really profound experience at least one time that I could remember. And I don't know, like, if you don't mind sharing yeah. about that. I've done mushrooms three times, not okay. a lot, but I was fair. And I, I, the first time was this year. I never touched them. Oh, man, I hate to do this, but can we, like, pause real quick? I got to really use the restroom. Um, All right, back back for my pee break. So Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, so you were going to tell me about the, the mushroom experiences or experience i don't know which if all of them were profound or just that one like that you told me that you had a joshua tree no not all of them were profound uh well i had because i was in joshua tree for the weekend so the two uh two of the mushroom trips happened that weekend oh okay uh yeah one later on like down the road oh. uh the first one was super profound that's not what like pulled me into like being agnostic by the way it wasn't this profound experience but uh definitely helped Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I. Well, I don't know wh- which one it was exactly, but I remember now something else. But go ahead, go ahead. You, yeah. you talk about it. I'm already doing like at first, like because I. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people that have done shrimps, but that was my first time. So we went out in Joshua Tree. We're in the middle of the desert. Like there's nobody around, just three of us in a tent. And uh, so that was kind of cool already, even before we started doing that. Mm-hmm. But as it kicked in, I remember like the. I was laying on the dirt, which is just kind of like sand almost, like yeah. rain, what, rocky. But it started moving in waves, so that's how it began. Oh wow! But later on, like I'll skip past a lot of it because there's a lot in the story. No, no, but... go ahead, man. Go ahead. We... Oh, uh, I do remember that's how it started. Like, remember, I'd never done shrooms, and yeah. the the ground basically looked like water, like almost like water, like it was moving. And I was like laying in it, like dirty as fuck. I didn't care. It was like <laughs> I was like, wow, this is. I had the craziest feeling when I dug my hand into the dirt. It yeah. literally felt like I had like, I know this is going to sound hippie or whatever the fuck you think. Can I cuss on this? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Why well, you already been cut? It's all good. I forget. Do you like? Because I no, just no, we're good. I think I cussed life. too. I think I ended yeah. up cussing. No, but go ahead, go ahead, explain. Go ahead, say. It. All right. So I like. But I remember when I dug my like, you know, I'm tripping on shrooms. I dug my hand in underneath the dirt and stuff. It literally felt like I had some kind of like connection to nature all of a sudden. Mm. Like, uh, it like almost like, like I said, it's going to sound hippie or whatever you think it sounds like, but it like almost to the point of like bringing like a happy, like tear to my eye oh. like that I was touching the ground and the earth. And like, it was crazy. It was like, that's not even the, the most profound part of this experience. That's just how it began. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I just remember like being like, I don't know why I'm feeling so like, wow, right now, just by touching the dirt. I know because from the outside, you're only on shrooms. Yeah. But that feeling was incredible, like feeling like I was touching nature again. <clears throat> again. Like I felt like I kind of like plugged back into it in a weird way, like that I hadn't in years because I live in the city. Yeah, yeah. But no, from there, no. I started. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, like, it doesn't sound weird to me because I'm someone 
that actually has hugged trees and felt, <laughs> yeah, sober. I've done that sober and I felt, you know, the first time, I don't know who I heard or what, just probably being around more like native, the native culture and everything. And one day I was just in nature, hugged the tree. And I probably felt like similar to what, like you just, I felt amazing. And I smiled and I was like, what the hell? So that's what I'm just saying. Like, just to let you know, probably nothing yeah. you say is going to sound weird to me. So I want you to go ahead and explain like with detail. So go ahead. All right. So uh, I didn't, um, it just felt like uh, emotional. That's all. Like, like yeah. it was kind of like I was touching an old friend that I had in a really long time. Wow. Uh, in the legal way, not the me too way. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> I was touching mother nature that way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but hey, later on, like, there's three of us my cousin and my friend amanda but we were all kind of wandering the desert doing our own thing and as i as i was wandering i kept hearing like the sound of the dirt you know the crunching sounds like yeah. and it just kept that's all you could hear because we're in the middle of the desert and it's fucking silent so i just kept hearing that over and over and over and over and i went into this trance and everything turned white like just wow. went bright white and then i just you know my vision came back and i was staring at this giant like um not a mountain because we're in Joshua Tree, giant hill, giant rocks everywhere, and it just looked really pretty because the sun was like falling behind it, and and then uh, it was so fucking quiet like you could hear a pin drop, like there was no wind or nothing, no cars were nothing, you couldn't hear shit, and then all of a sudden like my brain like I just started laughing and crying because like I felt this flood of like love and like it's almost like I saw God. I don't even know how to explain it. It's wow. too fucking hard to explain, like uh. But then, like, I felt like my ego was, like, starting to, like, just dissipate. Like, everything that I'm egotistical about was starting to come to realization in me, like, why I'm, like, always manic and, like, I'm always, like, on edge all the fucking time. And then uh, I remember me saying to myself, it's silence. Like, do you hear the silence? And I was, like, I was, like, the noise is gone. Like, all the noise in my head, the chatter that's constantly keeping me, like, ah, like, uh, it was just gone. And then I was like, dude, all I needed to hear was nothing at all. Like to just hear absolutely silence. And it just like all that, you know, constant chatter in my brain, just for that moment anyways, it came back, but it, it was gone. But it helped me realize like what it was. It was just a lot of noise that I was creating myself. So I was, I create my own anxiety all the time. And that's what it was trying to show in my eyes, I think is what it was trying to show me. That this is where this problem is coming from. Also, you got an ego the size of a fucking cantaloupe or whatever. <laughs> and you got to deal with that too because it's like not helping. Uh, I don't feel like I finished that journey. Like the they call it like an ego dissipating or something like that, ego dissolve. Because uh, I'm not mad at my cousin or anything, but like as this, I was going through this whole experience, he kind of interrupted it to ask me a question. Oh, wow. and so I I never felt like I finished it, but. It was, oh man, I really, really wish I could explain this to people, but it's so hard to explain like how beautiful a moment that was. Mm. I mean, I was crying like first time in my life, I was crying like tears of joy, like literally. Like I never understood that growing up. I was like, how the fuck can you be that happy? But I was never happy growing up. So that was the first time it happened to me. Like I could not stop laughing and crying. I kept saying to myself, it was just, all it was was just noise. It was just noise in my head. Like wow. that was bothering me. It's just noise because uh, going in the desert where it was just silence, it gave me the opportunity to like really recognize that. 
I don't know how to explain it. It sounds kind of weird, I'm sure, to some people, no. but it's very hard. If you've never done shrooms, it's hard to explain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, I, I get it, man. I, you know, I, I know the silence you're talking about because I heard that once, and like you said, it, it was actually in the desert, but like close to San Diego. I remember the silence was so weird. It The silence was so crazy. It actually... Um, was weird right like when you're not yeah. used to that like it's just weird to, to hear things that are that quiet but uh i went to death valley and it was even quieter than where i was at in joshua tree oh wow if that was even possible but it was because like it was literally so quiet like yeah, that's i understood the meaning of uh what do you call it dead uh, silence dead silence like our uh deafening uh, silence yeah because yeah it sounded like it sounded like you're deaf like you couldn't hear anything, but there just was nothing there to make noise other than you. Uh, yeah. Anyways. No, no, uh, no. This has been a great sound podcast. We'll talk next <laughs> about. <laughs> yeah, no. About um, subwoofers and how they can improve your music. No, it's, it's, um, no, that, that experience is because like, it's funny because even this month, I guess is what, what do they say? Like uh mental awareness or something or. Or, uh, oh, is that this mental health or something? Mental health. Okay, that's why. No, no, that but but you made me think about that, like about how, like yeah, I guess if everyone did mushrooms, they would probably, um, you know, I think I seen a documentary about that, and they were even talking about how people that had PTSD and doing mushrooms would help them, like all, oh, and not to say anything against people that are therapists or anything like that, but like how things that therapy couldn't even solve, like you know, doing mushrooms would, would like how you had this crazy, um, profound experience. Like you said that you hadn't felt since you were a kid or, or no, no, I had never felt like that. Ever never. Yeah. 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 No, I'd, uh, I was, my child sucked. I was, <laughs> I was rarely happy as a child, rarely happy as an adult, but it was just like, I felt that like, uh, I'm so happy that I'm crying joy. And like, I used to think that wasn't a real thing. Like, I was like, who the fuck was ever that happy or joyful? I remember I used to think that when I was little, uh, even as an adult. Well, I didn't think it was fake. I just thought it was kind of rare, I guess. Yeah. Or I'd never felt that kind of joy until so, that moment. So having experience... Do... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no I do ahead. remember realizing at that moment everything that was giving me anxiety and freaking me out. I remember at that moment realizing that because I, I started laughing because I realized it wasn't important. Like, it didn't matter in the grammar scheme, the grander scheme of life, scheme of life, or however you say that, but it... I just remember just repeating that too. My like, it doesn't matter. Like, none of this stuff matters. Like, yeah. it really doesn't matter. Like, uh, that doesn't mean like I became nihilistic. I just meant like, uh, I started thinking like, at the end of my life, none of that stuff's gonna matter. Like, I'm not gonna be thinking about it. It's gonna be completely out of my head. The only thing I, I hope to be thinking about is the good memories I created, yeah. which uh, my life has been more focused on that than money for the first time ever. Uh, broke that cycle i was uh, i used to be like materialistic like hardcore at a younger age like everything's about money <laughs> but i was conditioned to believe that like most of us were and did that have to do with the change or you were already changing even before that i was already changing before that because i was oh. just realizing kind of how like when i started talking to people like my uh i had a friend from sweden when i started talking to him about like the way other countries do things and realize that's more of a just a u.s kind of thing well every country does it don't get me wrong but we take it to like an extreme 
like you know having to have a new car every 10 years or whatever yeah. i remember this irish guy told me that this irish dude was like that's crazy that you guys do that yeah. he's like why don't you just keep the one that you have and you know it was just little things like that and i'm like huh that is yeah why do we do that i don't need to keep buying a new car every so many however many years yeah no and it's um it's crazy but it's definitely it's all about making money like i remember even when i had this car i mean at least i drove this is one example by the way the car thing yeah 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 definitely go on no no just real quick like like, uh when i had my car everyone kept telling me when are you gonna get a new car when and i had no bills like just the peace of mind from not having no car payment no nothing it still ran it was falling like it finally like i drove it to the ground and like when i sold it this guy bought it from me for like 400 bucks <laughs> that's how much it was Dang. like it, I, but but I, I i had that peace of mind like i loved not having to worry about making car payments i always had money in my pocket to do other things you know go here go there yeah the car was like you know sometimes i'd have to repair it like oh this messed up this messed up but it didn't compare still to what a car payment would have been like on a new car so i was i was okay but that like yeah the everyone even people that were broke because i remember i even had a friend Who's that rich? bought a brand new car no they bought a brand new car oh and the payments were so damn expensive and this person was broke like they barely me. had money for rent for everything but they bought a brand new car and they would tell me too like oh when are you gonna get a new car this and that and it's like damn i have peace of mind like you're over here stressing every i never see you not stressing about money and so it's perfect. Like what you were saying is a hundred percent true. Like this country is definitely, yeah, I don't know how other countries are, but I would say this one definitely has that about being uh materialistic, you know, or that. Oh yeah. I was, I brought up by people or, uh, well, my child was complicated, but the people who like most raised me the most, uh, they were hardcore materialistic. Mm. Uh, and that was like really engraved in our head that money was everything. And like, you know, material possessions were possessions were everything i didn't come from a family that was really hugging and loving like but because just money was more important and oh. i felt that way all the way up to my 30s that's when it began to change when i got 30 years old oh and then realize how i don't know i just didn't care anymore to play the game of like keeping up with the jones type of thing because like your friend i had like really nice cars but i was always fucking broke uh-huh. <laughs> like, it's not like i could go anywhere or do anything because they were expensive to pay for it. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, the reality is I wanted it because I was young and like girls think I'm cool because I have a nice car <laughs> and like, people are kind of like, but I still didn't have any money. And like when people say like I, because somebody was earlier uh, this week was telling me to buy a new car, like I should. And I was like, before. Well, was like, telling you that? Yeah, like I should because I own this one. I was like, that's dumb. I was like, I don't want to do that. And then I'm like, now I got another huge bill. Yeah. And then. I never wanted to do that when I was younger, like working in warehouses and stuff. Cause my thought was like, dude, but if I do that, I'm trapped in this job. Like then I can't leave. Like I literally can't leave. So I always liked having like the, my older shittier car because at any moment I could just go, I'm not tied to like this payment. Yeah. So I, I never liked the idea of working uh, in a place I don't like because, but I have to like, it's through fear kind of like, I don't, if I lose my job, I'm going to lose this and that and that. So, and I did live that way for a long time. And like every day I was just fearful of losing my job. If I do, I'm going to lose like where I was staying or living, whatever, X, yeah. Y, and Z. And I don't know how I got on that tangent, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was talking about materialism. Oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah. 
yeah, it's just because my my life started to change. Uh, the mushroom thing really helped on that because it really highlighted how unimportant that shit is. In know. that moment, everything that's funny. See, so in that moment, yeah. everything makes sense. It's and see, I've I've heard people ex- experience that with um, you know, other me- like you know, because they're medicines, right? Like to to indigenous people, and that's where they came from. Like they're medicine, right? Like you know, the peyote, um, yeah. The you know the mushrooms the, the, the ayahuasca Mexico. yeah 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 oh yeah. mushrooms came from Mexico too that's what they say I, I believe they came like from if it's like a woman in Mexico who started doing that like the whole shrooming thing or figuring out mm. uh, psilocybin don't quote me on that but pretty sure that it was it from Mexico uh, yeah I mean I I can't say I know like from yeah. what I know. I would have thought like it's already been passed on like probably thousands of years of indigenous people knowing just because they know they just well, no, know I think, it, I think that's the case but i think it started in mexico oh, okay. like uh, oh no 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 i'm wrong about that because the thing i saw about the woman that started in mexico that was like way later like after oh. indigenous people yeah well it's kind of like uh there's this um you know that that guy dr savy you know he's um, I don't know if he, I don't know if he goes by being African or African American, right? But he was a doctor that, that, um, I mean, he's very well known. Like I think you know the Nipsey Hussle, the one that got murdered. Like he was even gonna do yeah, like a whole documentary about him. Like they were, they were trying to put it together. I don't know if it ever came out, but um, you know, he started learning all about the herbal. So he actually beat. I think the U.S. government tried to put him in jail for making false claims. That he had cured like diabetes, herpes, AIDS. <laughs> no, and so he brought like all the witnesses and he beat the case. So see, we don't all hear about that, but imagine. So here's this guy that they even the government came against it, like, oh, you're making false claims, and he beat them. So they were trying to lock him up, everything, but he gave credit to learning from I think shamans in Mexico. So he said it like he actually gave credit to that. That he had learned from like you know i guess medicine men or shamans from mexico see so i mean that's how it is it's passed down right like a lot of times we don't yeah. really know where because co- people don't really know that like i've only heard a few people mention that that how how he gave credit to to you know people in mexico like you know the indigenous people in mexico whoever he learned from medicine man shaman so a lot of times people don't know where it comes from i mean it matters, but it doesn't, I guess. But it does matter, you know. It's good yeah, it to matters know. to like an extent, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's good to give credit to. Like, uh, I think it, it feels like it made me feel good to know that this guy that's so revered learned from like you know people, like you know that's my motherland. So <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, from you know you learn from the motherland because they don't give us credit, right? Like for um, so much knowledge, right? Because it's like that, basically like that. Like living in such a materialistic society and not giving credit to people that that have all this knowledge, right? Like, right. Like things might have I mean, been better. Like everyone would have been doing mushrooms and everyone would have been happier, you know. I know I always quote him, but Joe Rogan says that a lot too. Oh, really? Did, but yeah, if, if the whole world did mushrooms, things would just get better That's or something funny. like that to that effect, uh, which yeah. is probably true. But. Uh, <laughs> I do. We live in a country like an episode of South Park was like a good example of this was they they just kept screaming, buy, 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 sell, 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 buy, buy. Like basically saying that's America. Like, but they were showing clips of, they're showing real clips of people shopping, drinking, shopping and drinking. That was just happening all fast. And I was like, dude, that's so true. Like we do live like that. Like, you know, 
it's constantly just commercials buy 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 yeah no and it's like it's funny it's like i remember when i took um this law class and uh you know i took like this business law class and advanced business law all this stuff but i remember my very first day of class the you know little old man right like white hair like i don't know probably like 60 70 years old i think about like 70 years old he was pretty old and the first thing he said in class he was like in this class we sue everybody so it's like like that's the american way right like it don't matter like that's the frame imagine here's my college professor teaching me that like hey you sue everybody you don't care like already so for all the students like putting that in your mindset like it don't matter what happened like you sue like that's the american way right like you sue and that's how it is and you see it like that's kind of like you know, like someone falling in a store too. You know, I've actually known people who told me like, oh, they had relatives that would do that like just to make money, you know? So it's uh, where they'll go in a store and fall like, oh yeah, I've had a relative. I know someone, <laughs> I'm, I have a close friend whose uh, mom was big on doing that. Wow. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> and, they, and they would get away with it? She got away with it a few times, but tried it on McDonald's. The McDonald's ended her a counter lawsuit. And then she's oh, like, All right, I'm done. Wow. Like, I'm done playing around. <laughs> That's crazy. This, this is after the whole coffee incident with McDonald's, so they weren't really fucking around anymore. Uh, which, by the way, people always blame that lady. Like, you know what I'm talking about? The famous yeah, yeah. Like, hot coffee incident. That they burned uh, themselves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but what a lot of people don't know is that it was an elderly lady, and she suffered third-degree burns. Oh, wow. Like, she, she seriously got hurt. Oh. And she didn't even want to sue. It was like a lawyer trying to convince her to. McDonald's wanted to give her like something like five hundred dollars. It was something crazy, Jeez. and it really was incredibly hot, like ridiculous. And they had a screen graph like her inner thigh and shit. Wow! Uh, and it was an elderly lady. The story just got blown way out of proportion. Wow. Like, uh, I know the real story is kind of gnarly. Like, uh, she really did deserve the, the money that she sued McDonald's for. So go ahead, say uh, what happened if you remember. Well, that's what, like she really. It was an elderly woman who burnt the shit out of her inner thigh and they had to like it's third degree burns and skin graft right there uh, i think remember how the story goes is like she didn't want to sue but somebody convinced her to mcdonald's was willing to give her like 500 bucks something really low like crazy and uh i can't remember i mean long story short i hate saying that but i just said it <laughs> uh she ended up winning the lawsuit oh wow uh, but she really did get injured pretty bad, like from it. Yeah, like, it yeah. wasn't a joke, like how bad she got hurt. Yeah. But yeah. The, I think the story just got way blown out of proportion. And like, you know, see, they're suing over hot copy, which is like companies. I remember reading somewhere that companies were just trying to say, spin that narrative. That way it could convince us to be like, you know, we're sue happy. So like, don't sue. Basically to get us to not to sue. It was like uh, some companies were spinning that narrative, including McDonald's marketing team. Like, well, uh, I mean, because I would see like, like uh how do you blame the company right like because i've dropped i've dropped i think hot tea on myself and my stomach it felt and i didn't realize it right away i guess it felt through my shirt right i had a shirt on all of a sudden i felt it burning and then i threw off my shirt everything but it left me like my skin puffed up for like two weeks so i was like damn so it was hot like so i get it like it when you burn yourself the, the argument was about the temperature like how hot they had it and it has something to be with like they were like it was like a ridiculously hot temperature like where Aww. it didn't really need to be it could have been like back more like they had it way too high basically that was why they lost the suit something to do with that 
So was it all uh, McDonald's or just like that one? Or so all McDonald's that, had a change? That one I don't know. Oh, okay. But I just remember that had that played a role in it. Was like where did they have the temperature set? And it was like set like astronomically high, like uh, and it didn't need to be. And that was part of why she won. Something to do with that. I don't know the details. I just remember seeing like a slight video about it one time. Oh wow, that's crazy. And I was like, oh, that's fascinating. Like it was actually like an old lady. Like because they always make in my mind, I picture like some young. I remember being like, well, that's your fault, you fuck. And yeah. <laughs> I guess, I guess everything depends on context of the situation, which you know. Life's not black and white, I always. And that situation wasn't either. But it also got, like, the story got spun out of control by other companies because they didn't want people to start suing. Yeah. So the ta- one of the tactics was to make, like, everybody think that this is a sue-happy country. Mm. So, you know, we keep repeating that narrative, and hopefully we won't sue. Yeah. yeah. But I remember that being, like, one tactic for a marketing team. Like, I'm not saying they started that, but they definitely uh, they used it. They used that tactic. Uh yeah i was gonna say like i don't know that's a tricky one like suing people because sometimes it's not fair like when you're suing a company and you get away with it so i mean that's beyond me you don't know shit about the law (laughs) no well i mean people but i am not a lawyer no like i remember like i had worked so many jobs or different things that there was a time when damn it was like it felt like every other month i was getting like oh like if you want to be part of this lawsuit they're suing this company, oh. this company, this company. Sometimes I didn't want to sign it because I was like, ah, like I didn't even know what I don't it even was know about. what the for. Yeah, yeah. yeah I I didn't even know. Time. But sometimes I wouldn't sign the little thing and I'd still get like a little. I think the biggest check I once I got like 200 bucks. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, I guess I this got the is two from Uber once. That what? I got $200 once from Uber. Oh, okay. Some kind of class. Like, I didn't even realize there was one. I was like, all right, thanks. Yeah, that's for because <laughs> you were yeah. working for Uber or. No, no, it's just like something about them like overcharging or something like that. Oh, okay. For, so for you using Uber, you, yeah, you... for using it. Wow. Apparently, like a certain amount of money was lost, or I don't know. Yeah, so they were overcharging. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And then all of a sudden, I just had a check. That's funny. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, what do you call it? Uh, oh, yeah, I don't know. We keep talking about all this other stuff, but it's cool. Um, I don't care. It's a podcast conversation. Yeah. No, I did want to ask you. Um, it's real, man. No, no, for sure. Uh, yeah. No, I did want to ask you because I remember one thing too, and you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. But I remember too, like um, you know, when your uncle passed away, like you, you, you shared a dream with me that you had, and I, for me, see, I don't know how if it meant anything to you, but to me, it really stood out. Right? It was really. Yeah. I think what because your uncle passed away like within a month after my brother passed away, right? I think it was or, almost exactly a month. A month, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. you know, I was in that in that space, and when you told me about the dream you had, I don't know, really like jumped out at me. I don't know if you mind talking about that if you remember it. I'm trying to remember now because I was like, shit, I only remember parts of it now. Like you know, it starts to get dissipate as time goes on. The dream, yeah, yeah. But I do remember like. Uh, it was like an older version of me talking about a young, a younger version of me, like a teenage, maybe, maybe 14 year old ish me. And my grandmother used to have people over at her house, barbecues and stuff. And uh, that's what was going on. And I was telling the younger version, like I paused everything, like everybody's froze. Wow. And I pointed out my uncle and I was like, you need to spend more time with him because he doesn't last or something like that. Wow. Like, uh, because 
this isn't gonna last like all along like his life doesn't last as long as you would like it to or something like that i don't remember exactly i was just basically telling my younger self like like uh really take it serious like the time you spend with him because you know knowing what i know now obviously it's just a dream but yeah no but still look at like yeah see like that's why i said see to you it was just a dream to me because that's too like um like there's a like i think i told you about it there's a guy that has a whole a whole channel based on that, right? Like when people lose someone, like not just that, but either other experiences, people have all had like, it's interesting how if you see, it's like how can so many people like when they lose a loved one or go through grief or even have near death experiences all experience like these crazy profound things. Like even me, right? I had a lot of very interesting experiences like when my brother passed away. But, but see, even if it, to you, like see, obviously, it would feel like too late, like, damn, okay. Like, that would have been a good dream to have when you were little, right? A older you right. telling younger you, like, hey, make sure you you well, appreciate appreciate this time, right? You know, my belief on that is, like, because, uh, you know, other people have told me, like, when their family member died, they dreamt about them, too. And I'm this is where people kind of disagree with me. That's fine. But it's, like, my thought is, like, yeah, of course, because you're constantly thinking of them. They just died. So of course that's going to enter in your dreams, just like anything. If you keep thinking about it enough times, it'll enter your dreams. Uh, when you dream, your brain your brain floods DMT in your brain, which is a we call it hallucinogenic drug that we naturally produce. So I always thought like, well, yeah, of course I thought of that because I'm thinking about that constantly. Then I'm dreaming, which that means there's a DMT flood going on in my head. So the two are tying together, obviously, because I can't get it off my mind. Uh, that's what i think is happening no no i know i know yeah i got you um and but i also um, believe there might be some sort of spiritual entity and that's how they communicate it too though like that's just the biological way it happens yeah no um you know like to me it's funny because see this is probably like me and you never really talk too much about about the spiritual things because i always notice like you kind of tend to go to logical thinking and I've experienced that because that's how my, my like my dad is like that. Like me and my dad. Oh, is he? <laughs> oh, yeah. So we would. But the funny thing is he experienced like I've made I've made a video about this. Like. Like when we moved in to the house, I moved into like right when I started high school. Me and my dad were the only ones that would see this little girl, like a little ghost girl. And he is the most like <laughs> he's like like the most logical person he doesn't but even though he's seen it and we talked about it and he's you know like it was even to where one guy once the guy there was this guy building a patio in our backyard and he saw the little girl you know like, oh, where's the little girl like she was just waving to me and my dad was like don't tell him because he's he's not gonna want to finish the damn patio so he experienced it like we experienced this like together you know i don't know why nobody else would see this this little girl i don't know what happened now like that's what i should have done i should have researched because when we moved to the house the room that yeah. the little girl supposedly was in the lock was on the outside so it was like basically like they would lock her in the room you know what i mean and the neighbor said she was someone that had like uh mental disabilities or stuff like so i don't know what happened in the house whatever but for some reason this is like the most skeptical logical thinking person i've ever met in my life like my dad to where i would be frustrated like to where i would just stop i, I stopped like trying to talk spiritual stuff with him 
but yet he's he's had these experiences. So when I met you, I noticed that about you. Like you're someone that goes to logical. So to me, I'm not, I don't try to convince people because I already oh. experienced experienced that my whole life. You know what I mean? Um, right. I've been thinking so, that way from a very young age. Yeah, yeah. And, so, and I guess he has weird ooh. for a person that had no parents. Yeah, because yeah. he's <laughs> like he's yeah. go, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, I was just I was just throwing in some dumb banter. But anyways, oh. go on. <laughs> Yeah. No, no. So it's funny. So, so, but it's cool. It's made me see if anything, it's taught me to maybe that, that part, right? Like interacting with people that are so opposite from you, but being able to get along. See, cause I, I had no choice. So I've experienced right. that. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. kind of have like a, you're used to it at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, you gotta, which is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. I'll give no, you an no, example. That... Uh, I'm in no way, shape or form. And I'm not trying to get on this subject. We don't have to, uh, I'm not a Trump supporter, but I had a friend over over the weekend who is and oh. had a fucking awesome time. Uh, <laughs> my point being is I don't, uh, you don't have to think like me to be my friend. We don't have to agree on shit to be friends. We just don't. Yeah. Sometimes it's funner not to, or it's just better. You end up growing more as a person. That I a hundred percent, you do grow. Well, it's like that. See, imagine like when you had that mushroom experience and it was like, that none of the, it matters is gonna matter at the end, but like how you said the good memory. So, just picture how much of life you're robbing yourself of the experience because you're like, no, like this is the way it is, and that's that, and you don't get to interact. What if that's all this life is? Us interacting, learning, you know, taking. What if that's the only thing our consciousness takes is like the memories, right? Like, because obviously we don't take the body. We're not gonna take the car. All the people no. saying buy a new car, but you're not going to take the new car. You're not going to take <laughs> the body. So what if, what if, like, we don't know. So what if that's all we take is the memories and you, that's it. You just lived in the little box and you were like, I hate this person because they're this. I don't like this person because they're this. And you didn't get to experience. Like I said, like, imagine, like, if I would have judged you, even though I think it don't matter, like, you still, like, you said, like, you were Satanist and all this after like even my brother passed. So, but imagine out of all the people, the hardcore Christians is that, that like you went to my, to my brother's funeral and my other friend did. Right. And so imagine that, like me being a prick and being like, oh, I don't like you because of this or that, or, you know what well, I mean? Well, I think uh, you're a pretty intelligent guy and I think you get it. Like, <laughs> like what it is that I do. Like, you know, I'm not like killing babies and all. I think you understood that from like the very beginning. Like, that's not what this is. Like yeah. you seem like a, a smart enough guy to see through. Like, you know, it's a bit of bit bit of me being a contrarian. Uh, oh, th thank you. Like, and, and it's not even. Oh, uh, well, it's totally true about you. Yeah, no, but see, I don't even think it's more like, like I don't even see it as being smart. It's more like, uh, how do how do you get knowledge? Is just experiencing things. So it's it's just more experience. Like, if people haven't taken the time to experience, it's like with the native thing. Like when people would be like, "Oh, that's of the devil." with people that have indigenous ancestry and they don't realize and i would invite makes, them huh go ahead, go ahead no what you're saying makes me laugh when people say it's for the devil like other mexicans or latinos I'm like oh yeah. hold on there hold on there that's where we started yeah exactly but <laughs> yeah. but it's like um when i'll like i'll invite them to like a yeah. sweat ceremony or something i've been to there i'll go with them to their thing like even i had an ex that would want to go to church because she thought I don't know. You know, it's funny. It's like when you think something's going to fix something and you don't fix yourself, you know? So to her, it was like that kind of indoctrination too. Like, Oh, well, if we go to church together, I don't know who had told her that. Like if we went out, 
Yeah. Thursday, instead of fixing, happen. yeah, instead of fixing herself, like so, you know, like it was like, oh, we go to church together, we're gonna magically get along. So okay, I'll play the game. Let's go to church. <laughs> you know, but she was still the same person. So it was like, like okay, but see, if I would have invited people to like, like, or when I have invited people, like, let's go to ceremony or this and that, like, nah, they're scared because it's so embedded, right? I have a situation that just happened to me from a family member of my dad's that's really uh, parallel to your story right now. It just happened the other day, a few days ago. They were trying to invite, like, you know, it's from my dad's side of the family. They were, like, really into being Christian, born-again Christians. Mm. I'm not sure why the Catholic thing never got to them, but oh. <laughs> uh, I digress. Uh, he was saying, try, trying to invite me to the Harvest Fest. I don't know if you know what that is. I've actually been to it before. Oh, I've, heard, uh, I've seen all the bumper stickers like everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I've been to it before more than once. Oh, okay, I never he's trying to, he's trying to invite me to it. You know, like I, I understand your beliefs and blah blah. Like I'm gonna invite you and just teach you about the Word of God. And I'm, that always makes me laugh. I'm like, I know this guy in my family. I was like, no offense, man, but uh, I, I'm pretty sure I know more about the Bible than you. Uh, it's not that it's competition, but it's just hilarious that you want to teach me on it. But I just said I'm not interested in learning about it. But he kept pushing the issue. And I said, are you interested at all learning about Satanism? He's like, and he kind of laughs, like, not at all. I was like, you're starting to understand how I feel now, right? And I was like, because uh, there's a reason I don't contact you and be like, hey, Satan this, Satan that. Would you like to come check out the Satanic Temple? Look, just let me teach you about it. <laughs> it was just kind of funny. It was like, it was like cool for him to like be like, I want to show you all this stuff about Christianity. When I started flipping the script, he was not, he was getting uncomfortable mm. that... I was talking about it or showing like images of it and i was like it's just i just told him that yeah uh, i messaged something paraphrasing here like you know a lot of there's too much one-sided perspective here like you're not even interested in seeing it from my perspective at all you're just interested in showing yours and i've already seen it not and, impressed and did he get it that what you were trying to well, look, we never like argue though. I'll give you that. We actually had like a pretty civil conversation. It wasn't like really like heated at all. I wasn't heated. He wasn't heated to his credit. Uh, we were both casually talking about it, but no, he was not seeing it like, uh, not interested whatsoever knowing about Satanism. I just asked him if he was, mm. and I just, it was just one sided. Like he all really wanted to share his perspective. I had no interest in sharing my perspective on Satanism, by the way. I was only doing it because I was getting annoyed at first. Yeah. Uh, I stopped getting annoyed and we just started actually talking about it. But uh, there was just a lot of like, the undertones I got from that conversation was like, well, I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to get you like to come to like Harvard and Christianity. Believe it or not, there's not a salesman good enough in this world that's going to convince me to do that. <laughs> that's it's just funny. not going to happen. Let, let me uh, ask you. I, oh, go, go, go. I, I just quoted Samuel Clemens to him and I moved forward. Which that's one? Where we Sam ended it. Samuel Clemens is, I'm being pretentious here. That's uh, Mark Twain. Oh. That's not his real name. That's why. No, and that's uh, funny that you said that because yeah. I just, I didn't know that until I just seen, have you ever seen Drunk History? Yeah, of course. Yeah. They had one on Mark Twain and they're like, oh, that wasn't yeah. his real name. And he was like, oh, no. Mark Twain. But, you know, it's funny because they're saying it all yeah, drunk. It means, yeah. It means marking the Twain or whatever. Like, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't, I don't even know oh, because, like, you know, they're drunk when they're explaining it. So I don't think they said Oh, that. you're right. Yeah, yeah. So like, I, I learned it from fucking Pawn Stars. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, he said that uh, on a riverboat, you would mark, like, to see, like, you know, they would have to measure things, and there would be, like, knots on these things, and they would mark, they would call that marking the twain. Oh, wow. And 
I guess that's what he, Samuel Clemens did. So he, wow. I don't remember why he changed his name. I don't know why. But one of the quotes that he said was like uh, back, way back then too. Like religion began when uh, the first fool met the first con artist, or vice versa. Wow, that that uh, was, was his like, quote. Yeah, I was like, it's a lot of truth to that. Uh, I know you could argue, well, you you're a member of the Satanic Temple, but it's a non-theistic religion once again. Like, it's more of a political movement than anything than a religion. Like, we don't pray and anything like that. Like, or you know, what I'm saying like, there's no like. Uh, I mean, you could pray if you want. Hell, you believe in Jesus if you want and still be a part of the TST. Mm. No problem. No, well, you know, see, like even before, before, um, but I think he was actually like part of like into Satanism, like the the yeah. other one, right? I remember I met a native guy that was like, see, and that's when I had more of the, like the stigma, right? I was like, I was, or thought in that way. I was like, yeah, he stigma. Was, yeah yeah so he, like we met on, on um you know we were working on something on a show or something and then um we got along really good and you know he was he, he went to native ceremonies i forgot what tribe he was from everything but you know he was satanist and at that time oh yeah let's keep in touch this and that but i never hit him up because you know that thing in the head like like it's yeah, just yeah like yeah i thought like so so you know like we're not gonna have nothing in common like we're really not gonna like, damn, I thought, like, at that time, like, I'm way, we're too, like, I don't know, it's just weird to me, right? So, so I understand, what the hell were you saying? I brought that up for a reason, I forgot what. Um, I forgot too, dude, fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all good. Oh, what, well, since I brought that up, have you had that experience where someone that, that follows the Church of Satan has been upset with you because how you guys say you don't believe in Satan? Have you ever had that yet or, or not? No, that's never happened to me. Oh, okay. But uh, I, to be fair, I have done what you did, but to the opposite. To be fair to Christians, I've actually oh. done that. Like where white when they become like, and, I, and it's not even because they were proselytizing; they just had to say they were Christian, and I'd be like, "Fuck that!" Like I don't want to be around them. Like they're friends. Like I, I am guilty of doing the same thing. Uh, I stopped doing that when I realized it's just kind of stupid to do that. Like I don't really give a fuck what you believe in anybody. I don't care. I care when you start to try to like convince me that no, 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 you got to think the way I think. Yeah. Like, you got to see what's going on over here. I, I've already seen it, dude. I'm good. No, no, yeah. No, but you, <laughs> no, you see, just... like, no, like, how you brought that, like, I've done the same thing with Christians, too, like, where, you know, like, if a girl was trying to talk to me, like, you know, like, she was interested, it was obvious, and then, right. but they were, they were, like, hardcore Christian, and I just... I didn't know, but it seemed like I just could. I didn't want to even take the chance that they were going to try to push. You know what I mean? That they're going to try to push. Well, yeah, me. I was I kind of in that camp it. too. Yeah, like I knew eventually they're going to try to like proselytize to me, but I mean, it wasn't always true. I have uh, two friends that, in my mind, they're like what real Christians are, like because they literally play it. You know, they don't do it because there's two friends I know personally. They're not doing this out of fear of some place called hell. They're doing it because it's just the right thing to do, and that's what Jesus taught. Like they're legit, like straight up. Those two, I really respect. Those two people. What? And the greatest thing ever is they know my stance and they never bring it up to me. Oh, oh yeah. Well, sorry for bringing it. <laughs> no, I'm saying like, well, we're having a fucking conversation. No, no, I know, I know. But I mean, like, they don't proselytize to me. Like, well, like this is why you need to go to church. They just never say anything about it. And I always respected that about them too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, well, let me see. Oh, just real quick, cause I. I had got, I had strayed away from the 
uh, I was going to try to make a point with uh, when you were talking about like when your uncle passed away and how you dream like older you telling younger you. But I think even though like, um, like I think for anyone listening now, it would be good advice regardless. Like, like, you know, whether it was how you think, like maybe it was your subconscious, you know, telling you that, bring you that message like, damn, like, cause that's deep, right? Like, cause people don't realize like, you know, that's what it is. Everyone's arguing, blah, blah. And we don't even appreciate people that are around us, right? Or stuff like that. Like we just go buy a new car, this and that. We forget, you know? It's kind of hard to see the bigger picture of life. Like when you're like this close to it, like all the time, an analogy for like, you know, the phones. No, I, I didn't mean the phones necessarily. Oh, just like, that... like when you're going through your life, it's kind of like your face is in it. Like, yeah. cause you're doing what you normally do through life and not taking time to like pull back and look at it, the bigger picture. And I but understand that's... why people don't do it. There's a lot but going that's... on in people's lives. No, but that's funny how, when you said that right now, like the first thing I thought about, cause now it wasn't like that when I was little, but now it's like people live even more like that where everything. Oh, it's getting scary. worse. Don't get yeah, yeah, wrong. Literally, at literally, quite literally. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, we're doing it right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but this is, you know, like. I know, no, I'm just fucking around. Because even that, it's funny because um, like how I said, we were so opposite. But yeah, like there was a time, I think even in the beginning of the pandemic or something, like, like you were probably one of the people I was around the most or even right before that or something like. Because, yeah. like, you know, it, it was like. um. You know, like if I needed to film something, you'd go with me on my little missions. If you needed something, I'd go with you on your little mission. So it's just like how people like that, being closed-minded might rob people of, of of interacting with good people, people you might get along with and stuff. You know what I mean? So it definitely robs you of opportunities. Of, yeah. yeah. Uh, grow, growing as a person, period. Yeah. Uh, I know that because I'm not telling like what these people how they should be because I, I, I was closed-minded. I still can be. I'm just trying to fight it all the time. Uh, I'm not a close-minded person. I'm just saying, like, sometimes I'll have those thoughts, and then, like, I got to check myself and be like, you know, that's old Josh. That's do- that's dummy thinking. <laughs> <laughs> do some mushrooms. And, uh, uh, man, that's the thing about mushrooms, though. Like, if you've never done them, they're not, like, addicting where it makes you, like, yeah, I want to do them all the time. I To me, it wasn't. Like, I was just like, that was really cool. Like, it didn't make me want to, like, I want to do this every weekend for anybody who's afraid of drugs. Uh, it did, definitely didn't give me that feeling like, uh, you know, like alcohol, you'd be like, fuck yeah, let's party again and again and again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get that feeling with shrooms. No, that's it's, good. No, like I've, I've heard so many things like people say it even helped their anxiety. There's so many things like I've heard about mushrooms cause I've never tried them. I've never done them, but, but I'm sold I mean, this on is the first year I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah Up until I'm, then and I was always like scared of doing it. Well, you know, I've done, I've been to other ceremonies and oddly enough, I didn't really experience what some people do, right? Like, I don't know, maybe I didn't take enough or something, but I didn't have that experience. I just had after very like lucid dreams and all that stuff. But in the moment, like I didn't have like, yeah, because I I was, I was worried even like, oh man, I'm going to start puking. I'm going to this, I'm going to that. And uh, nothing, so it was good. But I did have very lucid dreams after. So it's still, I don't know if it was because of that or just because of me being in a ceremony setting or what. But, um, but you know, whatever. Like, you know, it's it's like the, I, I think, what is it? The peyote or the, I think it's the peyote that, that 
like the indigenous people would call it like the eye eye to the soul or something like that. So even like that, calling them drugs, I don't feel it is is justice to them because it's like medicine. You know, to, to indigenous people is all medicine. It comes from a plant. It's not like how you say like drug, like you know, beer or freaking fentanyl that kills people and whatever. I was people about to are- say, it's funny though. The government will call fentanyl medicine. Yeah, that's how it started, right? Because I don't even know about it's medication. Uh, medication. And what it just went crazy, and people started like, how how do people overdose on it? Like, how do they? Oh, it's like Go it's hyper addicting. I've heard. I don't know much about it I, other than what I've heard here and there, uh, which is the reason why. Well, I was never a bit really big on coke, anyways. But it's the reason why I won't touch it because you don't know what the fuck's floating out there. Oh, yeah. uh, I just know it's like an opiate that's like highly addictive and super dangerous. But I remember it had something to do with patent laws, like. Uh, pharmaceutical companies actually is more the insurance companies were fuck i can't remember what it was like uh they said that uh what's the other one oxycontin i believe or vicodin i think valium valium oh, became that. kind of like it became illegal and like this was what replaced it or something like that and then like they were like no no this isn't addicting at all oh wow uh, yeah, it's like hyper addicting yeah, uh, yeah it was all about money long story oh, i said it again uh, <laughs> look let me explain to you why i don't like that because when you say long story short you literally just made it longer by adding that sentence oh, that's right. why i'm frustrating at myself it's a stupid thing with me uh but it had to do with like patent laws and money at the end of the day like that's what it was about which killed a lot of people and no one's paying for it wow and do even police officers are overdosing just from touching it yeah i saw i've seen some videos like that's nuts. pretty i actually felt bad like I remember I seen they didn't need another thing to worry about. It's like now you can't even fucking touch something. Yeah, that's insane. Whole thing's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I was asking. Then how how is it? I'll I'll look it up. I'm sure there's documentaries on it. It's beyond me. Yeah, because I mean, how is it that they use it as as a pharmaceutical whatever medicine supposedly, and then that other one that people barely touch, and I don't know what is one just because it's concentrated or something, and the other one. It's smaller no doses idea. or yeah, I'll look it up. It's fine. I, but, just, um, I have friends who I'm not, of course, I'm not gonna say who, but I, I know people who do coke and I'm always like, dude, man, you guys are fucking flirting with uh dancing with the devil there or dancing yeah. with Jesus in my case. <laughs> 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 yeah. See, the roles are flipped. I'm yeah. just kidding. But... <laughs> I, I, I saw what you did. That's fine. I, I know. I, I'm joking. I, I actually don't believe Christians are my enemy. Yeah, I don't yeah. believe anybody's my fucking enemy. No, <laughs> me neither. You know, I get it. See, <laughs> That's why I understand because I, I think people just don't understand even that, right? Me being like, I could say, oh, I'm a, a spiritual person, this, that, all this and that. But anybody, it's funny. I, I think they do that on, uh, have you ever seen that movie, Anger Management? Yeah. I don't remember much of it, but I have seen it. Well, when Adam Sandler goes and then he, there's that guy that's, I guess, a Buddhist, but then he starts fighting Adam Sandler. Cause uh, Adam Sandler is like attacking him, so he he starts attacking him. But I don't know. But they they end up fighting, right? Even though he's a Buddhist or whatever, it's like no matter who you are, yeah. like you can only take so much. And I think that's that's the whole well, thing. Like, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say at the end of the day, like the Satanism thing, the Buddhism, most of it are just veneers. It's not really who we are. Yeah, right? yeah. that we're still human beings behind all this. I've seen video of a monk holding somebody hostage with an AK in their hand. Oh, wow. 
That's I'm not crazy. even kidding. I've seen video of that. Yeah, because you fuck, he fucking lost it. You like, yeah, yeah, that's insane. Of course, you're still a human being. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and so you know, like that saying, a human being, like, yeah. just being right. And when someone not letting you be, like, you lose it. You know, like we're supposed to be humans, being, you know, whatever, experiencing stuff. Yeah. And when someone's like trying to force their will, I think it's natural to you know, to kind of um, rebel, I guess, rebel. That's a old saying, force forward is force in return. Uh, yeah, that's a good saying. No, yeah, so. You know, you're going to get pushback almost always. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, one or the other. I think that that even, um, you know, unfortunately, like when you see kids that get bullied, right, either, either you finally fight back or there's even people that will take their lives. They just can't take it. So that's the that's the sad part. See, I guess that's why I'm so anti-bully because that is a form of bullying where someone's just like nonstop just because they feel they have the louder voice, right? Well, there's more of us. We can't be wrong. There's, you know, look how many of us we are. So we have to be right. So I just can't stand well, bullies, right? And that's a form of bullying to me. It is because it's, uh, it's just, I, I, when I was a Christian, our understanding was that like, you know, it's because it's our job to save your soul, basically. So that's why we have to be that way, which is really whoever's at the top. It's like more people means more money in the yeah. church. That's for every church, really. Even for the satanic temple. The only difference is they're really blunt about it. Satanic temple. What? They'll ask for money or what? Yeah, but they're blunt about it. Like, this is what it's for. Like, oh. you know, we're not saying it's because, you know, it's the greater good of Satan or whatever. It's just because we have this political cause. We need lawyers. And this is how oh. much it costs. And because the satanic temple has lobby lobbyists just like other christian groups do inside uh, like the politics and all that yeah we've become uh what do you call it tax accept status now the whole nine. Oh wow yeah uh, the reason for the lobbyists it's like that's the only way to fight like certain laws that are like i guess in our minds that are insane uh i don't really fall too much into that because i really don't like getting political period yeah. even though this sort of is a political movement group but I just show my support from a distance, man. I, I don't want to get in the middle of the cut of all that. Yeah. Uh, no, I feel you. I feel you. No, that's cool then. Wow. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, no, thank you. Um, unless you want to talk about anything else. Um, I, I can oh. talk all day if I didn't have other shit to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, well, I mean, just like, like, I don't know if you heard, but my stomach's been growling too every once in a while. Mine too. I'm fucking yeah. hungry. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, all right, like, we'll, we'll cut it out. It's time to go eat, but nah, man. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I gotta go eat a baby. <laughs> now, nah, well, we'll, uh, people are gonna take that literal watch. I bet you anything. Well, people but... are stupid if they do. <laughs> uh, no, but um, yeah, no, damn, man. We'll, we'll do this again. Um, you know, just for anyone listening, like, I, I am planning to start, um, because even that, right? Like, see, that, that goes on character, right? Like, you came on the podcast. You know, there's been people across, you know, I've invited Christian people, native people, people that flake it, you know what I mean? And that, uh, you know, all these different people that, that have flaked it and, and won't, um, you know, they don't, they just don't. So to me, character is always important, right? Like it's always to me, like treating people how, you know, like based on their character rather than whatever label has always been important. But what I was going to say was, um, you know, obviously I want to start a podcast. Like, I feel like the spiritual, there's only like so much like, or it's been, for me, it's been like, you know, 
headbutting against the wall, like even certain people that were, we were supposed to do a podcast and they changed their mind or they don't want to talk about, they're not ready to talk about this spiritually or this and that. So, you know, just, I might start that most likely, you know, start a podcast about other, pretty much everything. Right. So it doesn't just have to be spiritual. And I, of course, you know, uh, you know, it'd be great to have you on there. So, so hopefully oh, yeah. we can do this again. Uh, and we don't just Dude, have every to talk time... about Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, it's a weird delay. It's coming on my end. Every time I talk to you, we talk for a long ass time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, like pretty much every conversation we've had could be a podcast. And we've said that, right? Like, damn, this could have been a podcast. <laughs> you know? But so. I also flaked on you too. But that was like out of character for me. It just, I had a situation happen. But anyways, Oh, no, no, yeah. no, that was 100% understandable. That's different, you know, than, than someone just like, you know, man, I'm not yeah. going to get into it because I mean, okay. you know. But at least, at least the like, it's really not singling anyone out because there's been enough people that did it to where some people even agreed to it and then just never replied after. Like, so it was like, you know, people that I knew and then people that I didn't, like, I just met, like, you know, asking, hey, would you mind like doing an interview? And they were like, oh, yeah, I'd love to. And then never heard back or they even told me I did. Oh, could we talk about this? Sure. And then never heard back. So there's so much. I don't know if it's just with the spiritual thing, but, but, you know, I have so many things that I could make a podcast about that, that I rather just go, you know, to something more open, right. More just like, like, you know, I want to talk about just everything. Anything right? goes. Yeah, yeah. Anything goes kind of thing. So, so hopefully, um, you know, I'll, I'll get that started and, you know, you could come on there and we'll talk and all that stuff. So, you know what I mean? But yeah, thank yeah. you. Sure. Yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah. So I don't want to, I don't want to keep you no more. I know we're both hungry, so so just thanks thanks a lot for coming on, and it was a pleasure. Yeah, this is cool, Mark. All right, uh, we'll we'll do it again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Yeah, it's definitely cool. Okay. All right, dude. I'll talk All to right. you probably later. All right. Talk to you. <laughs> See you. All right. See you All right. Later. All right. Peace. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Sometimes you're just feeling it. You know what I'm saying? You're just feeling it. This way forever, forever.